0: hello everyone and welcome to the second to none podcast i am blaine gilmer here with Tavares king my co-host and we are here on the believe podcast network as always and streaming on the 365 sports youtube channel and Tavares, man uh georgia florida week we already broke that down in a uh preview earlier but man there's uh couple more really good games going on in the SEC this week and we're gonna chop those up here in a minute
1: yeah yeah got some solid ones got old man Auburn, uh, Kentucky and Mississippi State uh, should be should be some good games and yeah like you said we're gonna break those down obviously we got that big one in Jacksonville uh, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party uh, excited about that one um, so so yeah we got some big ones man excited about SEC play this week
0: And I already went on record and you know, guys, if you don't check us out on the podcast format, make sure to subscribe. You can type in second to none or type in, uh, you know, Tavares's name. My name should come up on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, wherever you get them, uh, to make sure to check that out. You can check them out in the, uh, in the archives. So we really, really appreciate that of course. And, you know, we'll be also here in a minute talking about recruiting, uh, there's lots of high-profile recruiting battles that are going on in the SEC. And, you know, when it comes down to it, TK, uh, before I touch on some of those, man, it's just the nature of recruiting in the SEC. I mean, it is the, it is the bloodline, you know, that, that keeps everything pumping. And it's just getting that, – that recruiting machine just seems to get bigger and bigger for all these SEC schools.
1: Yeah, bro. I mean every, everybody wants to play in the SEC. I mean, uh, I I think I I saw a quote come out today from Joe, Joe Burrow where where it said uh these game these NFL games kind of the crowd that never comes into play because the SEC is so loud. So I mean, everybody wants to be a part of it. Um even 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 from a fan standpoint, I got people coming up to me asking me to come to Georgia games. I don't know you no, nah, I'm just kidding. But no, nah, man, it's 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 a it's a different it's a different atmosphere. It's a different thing, and and, and it's a different kind of ball that kids want to be want to be a part of because they do feel like it prepares them for for the next level and propels them to the next level. So, uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, recruiting recruiting in the SEC is is at its finest right now.
0: Yeah, and these teams that are consistently putting these top recruiting classes, that is something that is a a safe bet, something you can put your money on that they're going to become contenders here soon. You've seen Kentucky increase their recruiting, and a lot of these schools, of course, Georgia, Alabama, Texas AM, they're all there. But, guys, speaking of betting, you know, bet online remains the number one spot for all your basketball and football action this season. So, if you're wanting to put a little bit of extra on things, baseball playoffs, all that kind of stuff, you need to head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus. Like I said, from basketball, football, baseball postseason, the Braves are in the World Series. That's united all of SEC country here. TK NHL. I don't know what hockey even is, but you know some people like to watch it. Uh, boxing, UFC. It's all the way to Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the exciting and amazing offers they have in the 2021 season Bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports bet online, where the game starts. And TK, like I said, we've already previously uh, covered the Georgia game against Florida, their 14 point favorite. We're going to hit Kentucky at um, Mississippi state. Kentucky is a one point favorite on the road. Ole miss at Auburn, two and a half favorite for auburn at home with the the number 10 rebels coming in town but before we get to that tk i do want to talk about this uh recruiting that's going on right some of these top sec recruiting battles it is georgia florida week and florida (laughs) just lost a recruit their top recruit in the class julian humphrey runs a 5 40 a cornerback out of uh the out of texas um they lost him. He committed. Literally, we're recording this on Monday night, releasing on Wednesday morning. He, I believe at around nine o'clock on uh, Monday night, Julian Humphrey D commits from Florida, Texas A M and and Georgia. Now are going to be a kind of a dog fight going in there. He's visited both on an official capacity here uh, recently, you know, TK, when you got a game changer like that, Julian Humphrey, four three, five speed at the cornerback position, just talk to people what that allows, you know, defensive coaches to do and all that kind of stuff. Man,
1: it's uh it's huge when you got a guy like that that can run like that on that side of the ball, um, out wide. He he basically can control you know, a quadrant of the field. So you can do some special things when you've got that kind of speed. Um you can drop him back and play a uh, cover two in bird, and he can play half of the field even. So I mean, you can do a lot of special stuff with a cat like that. So he he definitely somebody that that uh, would any team would love to have, and I'm sure Kirby Kirby Smart would love love to have him. Looks uh, to be
0: a, a battle of the Bainbridge boys, Nick Williams and Kirby Smart going to, going to bat for Joe hey, and Humphrey right here.
1: Hey, that's that's a that's a true that's a true Bainbridge Southern southern georgia battle right there man so that'll be that'll be awesome
0: absolutely speaking of texas a&m a lot of this surrounds around this guys because they just had a big weekend of recruiting visits over there with at a&m uh they absolutely pounded on south carolina but walter nolan was there who's the top defensive tackle in the country a five star out of powell tennessee the university of tennessee is right on him because you know Powell is literally in the shadow of Neyland Stadium, so he's right there. Uh, they, in fact, played one of their high school games or jamboree there earlier this year. Um, so Walter Nolan, Tennessee, Texas A&M, firmly in the picture for him. I tend to think Texas A&M may have the driver's seat there. Uh, TK, I don't know,
1: bro. Ten- Tennessee might have a shot, man.
0: Oh yeah, well, being being that close with the proximity and, that, and them man, being able to and see.
1: Coach Heupel's got a man. He, he, I feel like he's got something special brewing up there. Again, Hendon Hooker and throw that throw that name out there, say come, come protect this kid. So yeah,
0: yeah, no no doubt, no doubt. So you got got Walter Nolan there. And then also on that visit was uh Shamar Stewart and Shamar Stewart is is out of the Miami area, Monsignor Pace. He's down there and guys uh you know Texas A&M, Georgia, really the two SEC schools that are in the mix for Shamar Stewart at this point. So you know we'll we'll see. Uh, Denver Harris is a five-star corner that looks to be um, trending towards Alabama, for, uh, from what everybody can can tell. Of course, Evan Stewart is a wide receiver from Frisco, Texas, that can absolutely fly. Uh, Alabama would love to be in on him. Florida would love to be in on him. So we'll see uh, what happens. There, but guys, those are some of the bigger recruiting battles that wanted to touch on, especially that decommitment of Julian Humphrey from Florida. Because here's here's the thing that may yeah, be going is. on: not only TK has Julian Humphrey decommitted from Florida, but they're formerly a guy who was rated even higher than Julia, Julian Humphrey, Shamar James, a linebacker, inside linebacker mm-hmm. from Mobile, Alabama. He decommitted from Florida last week. And both of these decommitments come on the heels of visits to the University of Georgia. Here's my thing, TK. I think, you know, at times there are times where coaches make a de- decision in season to say, hey, next year we're moving on from this coordinator. Uh, and Todd Grantham may have already been told, you know, hey, it's not going to be you next year, dog. And, and they have to communicate that kind of stuff to recruits, you know. Well,
1: I mean, you take it a step further, They they – they can read, they can hear, they can see. Uh, we talked about it earlier, that seat is a little uh, getting a little hot down there. So Dan Mullen, even in that sense, might not be safe. So so guys might be taking that into account as well.
0: Absolutely. So a lot of uh, going on. We like to touch on some recruiting at least once a week on here, just kind of give you a little, little tidbit on some of that stuff going on. But without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and get to one of our first previews here and TK right off the bat the game other than you know Georgia Florida of course because the rivalry the game I'm most excited about would be the old Miss at Auburn game Auburn a two and a half point favorite at home Jordan Air Stadium uh first of all before we you know dig into this matchup you know you've played there in in, in Jordan Air you know what these big game atmospheres are like over at Auburn um do you feel like Vegas is just factoring just the atmosphere alone in a lot to this line with number ten, Ole Miss coming into town.
1: Oh, uh, I, th- I think atmosphere definitely plays into it. We've all seen a lot of magic happen in Jordan Hare Stadium, um, so definitely a lot of a lot of a, a lot of a lot of good things happen there. So, so that might play into a little bit of what Vegas got going on. But man, I I, I personally think that uh, this this Ole Miss team is. Is kind of rolling right now. And, and a reason for them rolling is, is Lane Kiffin, man. He's got everybody believing in what's going on. And we talked about it on the show before. I think I've said it, that they find a way to win. And and somehow that, that motto has went from this show to that locker room. It's their, it's their motto. They find a way. And then and, and they do find a way with, uh with guys out wide banged up, um, Matt Corral hasn't been able to really do as much as he needs to do or wants to do through the air. Um, a, lot of, a lot of his, a, lot. Yeah, a lot of his production has been on the ground. So with guys banged up, um, they've still been getting it done. So I, I, I think they, I think they definitely um, have their work cut out for them, but find a way has been their motto. And I think they might just find a way this weekend, but, but uh they definitely got their work cut off for him in Auburn and uh with a guy like Bo Nicks, um at the helm for them uh you know he's been he's been a different player since he's came back uh after after being sus not suspended uh, after being benched uh so so i I definitely think that they got their work cut off for him
0: oh no doubt it's uh, it's gonna be a tough tough environment but you know one thing. That I uh, I see about this this old Miss team is you just kind of look at the trends uh, T K this year right they've played uh, Louisville on a neutral site they beat Austin P at home they beat Tulane at home they go to Alabama uh, which Alabama's tough enough but you go to Alabama they they play subpar there come back home uh, winning a shootout against Arkansas go on the road to Tennessee uh, you know have some have some. You know, struggles there at a certain point in time, but it's still a good win over a, an improving Tennessee team. Then come back home and uh, demolish LSU. And, you know, now they go into another hostile environment. This will be definitely, I think, the most hostile uh, since that Alabama game. So how do they handle it, right? Have they learned from that previous experience in Alabama? Because that's the mark of a true uh, a good team right and a good right. coaching staff they're able to learn from previous experiences you know they weren't able to run the ball a lick against Alabama and Alabama doesn't have the greatest run defense in the world it's always going to be good but this year there's been that's been a chink in the armor for them where they've been able to give up some rushing yards so um, you know can they uh, run the football effectively against a good Auburn uh, defensive front we'll see uh, we'll see how that ends up happening. I, I think that one of the bigger matchups in this in this game is going to be flip that around their run defense. They did a great job of shutting down an LSU team, I think, to 77 rushing yards after LSU just ran for 321 on Florida. So that 326 defense that you see, you know, that that has a lot of gaps up there up front. They were closing them down in a hurry. Um, what do you think? Do you think Ole Miss defense will have Back to back good weeks and be able to slow down uh, Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter, and then also you got to worry about Bo Nix's legs as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that they definitely have to get out of that three two six, uh, or 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 do what they've been doing here of late, and that's putting more guys on the line um, and putting more guys up in the box. to slow down a tank's, tank, tank Bigsby, because there you you better believe Coach Bobo is going to turn around and hand it to that guy because he's special, Um, especially when he gets rolling. Jarquez um, Hunter's not bad either. Yeah, both both of them. You got a little thunder light, lightning action. Um So, and then and then on top of that, you have to worry about a Bo So again, they've got their work, or or it, as I like to call them, Lamar Jackson Jr. Jr. Yeah. Uh, because because you never know when, when that cat's gonna do something razzle dazzly. Um we've seen it this year, we've seen it before. Um and again, special things happen. Magic always happens in Jordan Air Stadium. So I, I think that I think it'll be close. I, I but I do think that all, all Auburn
0: uh Well hold struggle. on before you make a pick, I think one thing that'll be big here, TK, is does Auburn get Owen Papo back, you know, the the superstar out of the state of Georgia that's been hurt uh, for for four weeks with an ankle injury? You know, it's still – they're coming off a bye week, so I'm sure he's had time to rest and things like that. But he's missed four games for Auburn now. That is huge if they get number, number zero back uh, on that defense for Auburn. I mean, uh, Brian Harson came out and said that, you know, they need Owen Papo. And when you have a difference maker at linebacker like that – kind of the the heart and soul of your defense, just talk about from, you know, even an offensive player perspective, when you have a leader on that defensive side of the ball, uh, what does that do for the confidence of your team?
1: Uh, I mean, it does a lot, especially in the middle of the defense. It's a guy that communicates a lot, a guy that's very vocal, um, has to communicate both coverage and front assignments uh, at times. So, uh it definitely does a lot from that standpoint and then you you add in the the energy, the effort, the the playmaking ability when guys make plays it fires up other guys and we talk about it at the quarterback position but we don't talk about that um same thing from a defensive perspective when that's how your play is how you elevate the play of others on defense so so missing a guy like that is, is key um so so definitely Getting getting him back would be huge for for that Auburn defense.
0: Yeah, and you know, so we're gonna see uh, how this how this plays out on the injury front. Like you said, some people banged up out wide. Matt Corral's had some bumps and bruises along the way, but you know that he's gonna uh, do everything he oh, yeah. can to, to try to uh, get ready for this he, this he, game. Dude, he's
1: he's he's got Heisman capability. Uh, obviously, again, circumstances in my opinion circumstances doesn't allow him to showcase those Heisman capabilities at at all times but but even still dude um he he, he's he's still that 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 caliber of player
0: yeah so uh given all that we're talking about it's at Auburn we're talking about you know Ole Miss trying to put you know two uh back-to-back weeks you know part of Lane Kiffin's you know Matra lately has been going from good to great. He he he, he sees some things in this old miss team that he think they can end up being being great at. Do you think um that old miss uh will be able to put together back-to-back defensive performances to play complementary football with that uh that offense or do you feel like uh Nix has some magic there in jordan Air Stadium and who who wins this one on Saturday?
1: Yeah man, I, I think that's the key in the game. Um, if they can, you know, get to get to to Bo Nix and and harass him a little bit, and him not sneak out of there like he does, then then I think this game goes in their favor. But obviously, points are going to be scored. Uh, Ole Miss puts up a bunch of them, uh, I, but I think I find a way, man. I think they find a way to get it done. I I really like what Lane Kiffin and. and this Ole Miss team is doing. I feel like they're progressively getting better and better every week. Even, even again, like we talked about, banged up. So I think they find a way to to squeak through forty two thirty
0: eight Lane Train Lane Train. So forty two thirty eight. We're going Ole Miss over Auburn. That's TK's pick. Um, I I don't know uh, if uh, you know. We say this every week. Is it going to be high scoring with Ole Miss and is it going to be a, a game where, you know, that just the over is absolutely, you know, what you take and, and things like that. And and the, it seems like every time we think that, TK, uh, the defense for Ole Miss decides to, to step up a little bit. And, and uh, you know, they say, hey, we we practice during the week, too. You know, we we, we, uh, we get ready to play these games, too. We watch film. They're not like Gronk over there saying that when they ask Gronk, do you watch film? He said, no, I just run past people, you know. He don't, uh, he don't
1: have to. Tom Tom watches his film.
0: That's it. That's it. But, no, I, I think, uh, you know, the over-under on this one 67. So, you're definitely t- uh, taking the over on that one. Um, I'm going to say that with it being at Auburn and knowing that Mike Bobo and how he does things, um, and the ability to control the clock. I'm going to say Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter are, you know, they, they're going to, during that bye week, they've had to get right, you know, because they didn't run the ball well against Georgia. They didn't really run it particularly well against an Arkansas team. Um, I think that Mike Bobo and Brian Harson make a concerned effort during that bye week and this week of practice preparing for old Miss that, that atmosphere, I was on the field for the Georgia-Auburn game, and when Auburn had that momentum early in that game, TK.
1: Boy, they got a first down.
0: No, but I'm saying when they when they had some success earlier in that game, it uh, man, it gets loud. I'm just telling you, there's speakers no, on the right. field, all that kind of that huge scoreboard they have, all that kind of stuff, it gets really loud. And I just don't know that Old Miss, even though Lane Kiffin and that program have done a lot of good things this year, I don't know if they're quite ready – for that environment. Uh, maybe they've learned from Alabama. We'll see. I will say this I think Auburn's crowd is much louder than Alabama's crowd. Uh, Alabama's a more, you know, hey, we're entitled entertain me type crowd, you know, like, hey, do something great so I can golf clap type deal. Yeah, they, they're um, used to this. They yeah, they're, 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 they're not, it, it takes a little bit to get those guys excited. You know, when you got so many rings on your fingers, it's, it's weighing your hands down. Uh, it's hard to clap. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we'll, we'll have, We'll have Auburn's. I think Auburn's atmosphere. Bo Nix's ability to ad lib. I think Bo Nix outduels Matt Corral in this game. Um, I don't think that that uh, Ole Miss has uh, that great of a secondary. It's going to allow Auburn's um, receivers to look better than what they are. Demetrius Robertson, I think, will play, and then that run game will get going. I like Auburn to win this one close, maybe a field goal late. I'm going to take Auburn to win. Uh, i'm gonna take auburn to win 34 to 31 over old miss so i'm gonna take auburn to auburn to cover um and i'm gonna take the the under on this one because the it's 67's the over so that's my take on, on that one tk and uh we got one more game to break down here on this Wednesday edition of the Second to None podcast, before we get to that one, guys, make sure to go ahead and hit the like button, uh, turn on notifications, subscribe. We appreciate that on the YouTube channel. Again, you can find us, Second to None podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We really, really appreciate uh, any kind of uh, feedback, give comments, all that kind of stuff. What would you, what would you like to see covered? Put some suggestions out there. We'll do that kind of stuff. We we love uh, participation in here. So make sure to uh, do all that good stuff, and we really appreciate it. Now, TK, when it comes to Kentucky visiting Mississippi State, these are two teams that you and I have both been high on all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really like what Zach Arnett and that Mississippi State, uh, you know, coaching staff under the direction of Mike Leach have done there and it is a it is a totally different vibe this year with mississippi state year two of that program under mike leach you can start to see some of that that culture that that uh kind of almost that carefree we're not scared of anything mentality that leach has come out in this team
1: yeah yeah and and i love every bit of coach leach's coach leach's swagger bro uh the air raid offense is is special um they they the in the way that they play is his style they play fast they 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 take chances um and it's fun to watch um but with that you got to be able to play a little defense and that's something that i think that has been the most impressive this year is that those guys have gotten so much better early on we were (laughs) a little worried about you know yeah, they gave uh, up
0: thirty four to La Tech, and then they turn around the next week and uh, only and then hold a good NC State team. Well, we thought they were good. Maybe right. they weren't so good. They lost to Miami this week, this past yeah. week. TK. Yeah, we'll they were good. They
1: were good at the top. Yeah, they were good at the time. But no, man, I, th- I think that's the most surprising thing about this um, this Mississippi State squad is is Zach Arnett and that defense, bro, and and the way that they've been able to slow folks down. Um, just enough, um, just enough for 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 that air that air raid to be in, enough to get by. So, I mean, excited excited about this game as well. Um, obviously, <laughs> they got some 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 work cut out for them with Will Levis and, and and his goons out wide coming into town because he's he's got several that could make a play. Obviously, Wandell. is um, Josh
0: Ali healthy? You know, he wasn't play; he didn't play in the Georgia game. So we'll we'll you yeah. know we'll see. He's yeah, I mean
1: he's dude, he's got he's got weapons, weapons galore. So so definitely that defense has their work cut out for him. with Chris Rod- Rod- Rodriguez coming into town. Uh it, it'll be a special day. Uh, I think for him um it could be on the ground. So I mean he's a special player. So we'll see we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean you look at this uh, Mississippi State team, it's just consistency, right? You know, and and that that's to be expected, you know, can we uh, it's year two of the program. Can we see the Mississippi State team that beat Texas A and M the week before Texas A and M went and beat Alabama? You know, I mean that that's the that's the question. Or are we going to see a, a, a LSU a, a game a team like the game they played against LSU, where they basically sleptwalked for three quarters and tried to make a, a a frantic comeback in the fourth quarter? So you know, it's just depending on what what team you're going to see coming off a of forty-five to six romp over Vanderbilt non-conference game right at Vanderbilt doesn't count not non-conference you know we, oh. we yeah that's what I'm saying who uh, we, we don't know Uh but you know one point underdog at home I like you know I was ultra impressed with Will Levis uh, mm-hmm. against against Georgia the way that he handled I mean that is some intense pressure coming after you with that front seven that Georgia has, and he didn't put up eye-popping numbers or anything like that, but the way, TK, that he used his athleticism and, you know, moved in the pocket. I'm not talking about scrambling off for big gainers or anything. But
1: real pocket. Real pocket movement. I, yeah, yeah I, get he, what I get what you're saying. He, he would said just
0: it. move. You know, he would just move subtly here and there, and also, you know, even backpedaling to his left a little bit, trying to get uh, get open. Wandell Robinson. He actually could have had two touchdown passes in that game uh, that that went in and out of receivers' uh, hands in that game. So Kentucky really showed me something. In fact, on the other show that I do, CFB Unfiltered, I have Kentucky in my own personal top ten at number eight in the country. I think they're that good. Um, but Mississippi State, that home environment with those cowbells and stuff like that—you cannot discount. We've learned one thing, TK: home field advantage is ridiculous this year. Yeah, I don't know t- if it's all the built-up frustration and not having home games last year, or what, but their fans are just rockets this year, man.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what—that Mississippi State is another tough place to play, if, if, especially if you haven't played there. It's a, it's a. It's a unique place, bro. Them cowbells be dangling, 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 dangling. bro. It is—it's it's ridiculous. Like you can hear—you can hear the joints when you leave the stadium, still, like in your ears. So, uh, it, it's very unique, bro. So that's—that'll definitely come into play for sure. Um, Night, but, game
0: but, Night game too. Night game too, bro. That mis- they are gonna, gonna be rowdy. They're
1: gonna be sauced up. <laughs> they have two of them. two cow
0: (laughs) two cowbells and a handle in their boot you know what i'm saying
1: (laughs) what is gonna be lit in there man so so definitely they got they got their work cut out for them but but on the other side of that like we talked about coach stoops and that defense they're solid too bro so 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 it'll be a fun battle Be, be a fun battle down there what's the uh what we say one point to who
0: it's one point favorite um kentucky on the road but tk when you talk what you just thought about and it just popped into my mind you got mike leach who the master of this air raid the the inventor him and how mummy of the a long long time ago of the air raid offense right to you know going up against mike stoops who is a defensive genius in in my opinion i mean he does a great job of of just putting his players in positions to have success right A jj weaver uh, you know, uh, 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 a Pas- uh, Pascal, you know, all of these guys. Um, of course, you know, in the middle, DeAndre Square, all of these players, uh, Yusuf, Corker, they, they've got all these guys who are just relentless to the ball. So it'll be very interesting to see how they adapt their style, you know, to be in more of this finesse type game, right? A game that's going to be played on the on the perimeter. Um, So with that being said, TK, all the factors we've talked about, uh, what is your prediction of uh, the the game here with Kentucky, a one-point favorite going on the road at night to Starkville?
1: One-point favorite for Kentucky. Can I, can I get an over? What's the over?
0: Over under is only forty-seven and a half. So I think they're giving a lot of uh, credence to both of these defenses. You know, they're, they these are two very good defensive teams uh, throughout this year, honestly. So over under is only forty-seven and a half. That's probably the lowest under that a Mississippi State game's had in a while.
1: That's yeah. That's that's what I was thinking before I was going to write my score in here. All right, I, I'm I'm taking. Man, I don't think they can handle them cowbells down there, brother. Now that I was just thinking about I can hear them right now. Uh i I'm PTSD. Miss- yeah, bro. Christ. I'm taking Mississippi State to win this game, bro. Um 28. 28 to 21. I think they get it done. By
0: 28, 28 21. I got you. So uh I you know I just think really highly of of, of Mark Stoops and his staff, uh, Liam Cohen, uh, what he's been able to to do there offensively. I thought his game plan against Georgia was phenomenal. They just didn't have the the horses to run that race. You know what I'm saying in terms of uh, getting getting after it for the entire game. Uh, I'm gonna split with you here on this one, and I'm gonna say Kentucky uh, wins on the road. Another. Banner win, in my opinion, over a good Mississippi State team in this you know season, where Kentucky's legitimately trying to march their way to an 11 and one record. I'm gonna say Kentucky wins this ball game, and I think in order to do it with that air raid style and Will Rogers just uh, you know letting it fly over there, there's gonna be some plays made on that Mississippi State side. So I think uh, Kentucky's gonna have to get some. Big plays out of uh, Wanda Robinson, of course, cr- uh, control the clock with Chris Rodriguez. I'm going to say Kentucky wins this one, and I'm going to say they do it uh, 27 to – I'm going to say 27-23 uh, Kentucky in this one. So, I think you and I uh, both – actually, you're you're on the over. I'm on the under in this game. Uh, so, we'll see how this one plays out, but another
1: yeah. – Oh, yeah. When we start with hey. – when we defer on games, we're gonna have to start start betting something like Shannon and Skip. I'm gonna need some dew or something, bro. I'm gonna need to start needing a little pile of something over here. You heard
0: that's it, that's it. We'll we'll uh, we'll get something going a little side bet and, and tell people about that on Friday. We'll have you another show for you guys this coming Friday. Like I said, subscribe, turn on notifications, do all of that good stuff. But for my man, uh Tavares King here, I am Blaine Gilmer. And, guys, we will catch you next time on the Second to None podcast brought in partnership by the Sideline Sports Network. You can see their stuff down at the bottom. But, guys, we will catch you on Friday. And, uh, you know, just get ready for another big week of SEC football. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour.
0: Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance. Jewelry.